What is up, world? You are in tune to uh, the Cowboys Global Cast here at uh, <laughs> DC4L. We are Dallas Cowboys for life. And man, it's been a minute. You're back with your boys, uh, Marty and uh, Tom and Tom. Tom, what's popping, man? Not a lot. Uh, the wife, she went to Dallas to see the in-laws and do some baby shower thing for, for one of her friends. And so I posted up on the couch and Got me a sandwich from the sandwich store and uh gonna watch my Mavs here in about an hour. Hopefully not get like run the off the floor. Ain't <laughs> yeah. Like the yeah, yeah, I'll probably put you know, I'll probably put on the most violent movie I can think of, you know, something that I couldn't watch whenever she's here. I put on like the good, the bad, and the ugly or something like that, or maybe heat, you know. Something where people are getting shot, you know. Yeah, something somewhere like somebody getting off in it. You know, <laughs> had to be getting off in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. going on with you, man? Hey, nothing, man. Listen, I am excited. I'm uh I'm feeling the type of way. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, the cowboys at this point, man, we, we've hit a stride. I feel like we're starting to put ourselves uh in positions, good positions on the field. Yeah. To where we're playing good football, man. So, you know, I'm excited. I mean, the the the, the Longhorns won last weekend. The the, the Rangers won the, the World Series, and and the Cowboys are putting stuff together. I mean, it just feels like the way that this this life's supposed to be. Christmas is around the corner. It's it's the most wonderful time of the year. You know, it's the most wonderful time of the year. That's how I'm feeling, Tom. That's how I'm feeling. Yeah, you, you, you're on mute. Yeah, so, you know, and, and I know I speak for Tom. He, he, he's on mute. He's working this out, you guys. Listen, I, this is a good time. It's a good time for Dallas sports. And, and I mean, you know, uh, the Metroplex sports, the Rangers winning, and, you know, the Cowboys starting to get it together. And then, like I said, man, my, my Texas Longhorns being here in Austin, Texas, my Texas Longhorn winning just just makes me feel real good about the situation, man. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. At this point, as I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, we're starting to talk about uh, this week's game against uh, Philly, right? Uh, we're starting to think about how it is um, against the Eagles. I just and I'm gonna go first time. I'm I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go ahead and put myself out here first time time. Um, when when I'm starting to think about this week's game against the Eagles, man, I'm like I said, I feel real confident. I said this to you off air. I feel real confident, not just because Dak has such a great record. I mean, he has ownership papers of the Eagles. I mean, he actually owns them. Like you know, if you pulled out his wallet and you slid out one of the pictures, you see the Eagles baby pictures there. You you know, baby pictures of the Eagles inside of his wallet like you know all of them be like oh look at Jalen look at that Jalen you know we own them right I don't feel that way just because he owns the Eagles I feel that way because of the simple fact that when it comes down to it and we're talking about this game I think Mike and Dak and this offense has found their way you know um it, it, it's, it's one of those things where when um, earlier in the season, I don't think we had an identity. And I don't think we had uh, 
you know, I don't think we knew who we were as an offense. I think we knew who we were defensively. But I don't think we knew who we were as an offense. So when when I start to think about this game and, you know, as we getting time time together and getting this mic and everything together, as I'm starting to think about this game, you know, I'm thinking about it's not just going to be the defense that takes over. Um, you know, I think it's really going to be the offense getting in here. I mean, hey, we hung 40 burger. You know, you saw we all saw Michael Irvin talking about 40 burger, 40 burger. Um, you know, so we hung 40 on them last uh, last year. Um, and so I feel like that we'll be able to the offense will be clicking on all cylinders. Um and, and I just, I mean, I'm excited about that. So, I mean, and, and the reason why I'm feeling like this is like if you saw last week's game, if you saw any of last week's game, you saw Dak, you saw Dakota up at the line, you saw him changing the, the calls, you saw him making audibles, and, and a couple of times he audible into a run, and that run got us, you know, 10, 12 yards. That run got us five, six yards. You know, and, and you say, oh, well, what's that? Who, who cares about a five-yard run? Well, if you get ahead in the chains, right, if you're ahead, you know, uh, and, and you're like second and five or second and three, that's good. Like you're not behind in the chains, so you can actually keep your playbook open and you're not calling these desperation plays. Um, you know, where you go, go to the car, jump over a hurdle, fall over the trash can and catch it. You know, we're not doing some. Un, you know, unbelievable catch play at all, right? So I'm I'm excited about seeing the offense actually get, you know, in, in, in where they are right now. I'm excited about seeing them um, become who they are. And I think I would rather be clicking right now. Um, I think I would rather be clicking right now uh, on all cylinders than to be waiting. Um, towards the end of the year and, um, you know, finally just, you know, start finding ourselves then where we've lost, you know, another Arizona game. See, in the, the difference in the Arizona game is we needed the offense to actually show up, right? The defense was playing poorly. We needed the offense to show up. The offense hadn't found an identity yet and they couldn't show up, Right. So, I mean, that was something that I was really pleased about and I was really excited about uh, as it pertains to this game. Um, the, the second piece about this, Tom, Tom, and, you know, uh, like I said, you know, excuse us, we, we got, uh, uh, you know, mic issues and computer issues right now, but we're working those out and Tom, Tom will be back shortly. Um, you know, the other thing I, I'm, I'm excited about when I start to think about this is, is that, you know, um, I think we finally got back to where we are when we're talking about Trayvon. We're talking about where um, Trey was, right? And we're talking about how Trey was um, in our system. We were a more complete defense. And I think the defense took a hit trying to figure out who they were after Trey went down, right? When Trey went down, you know, I think people were like, okay, we're not the same defense that we were. And I, I'm, I'm, when I say people, I'm talking about the actual Cowboys defense themselves. I think they felt as if, you know, they were trying to figure out who they were. And, you know, some of the team believed in Deron. And another part of the team, I don't know. They may have 
they may have thought Deron couldn't hold up, but hey, I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> the man is holding up now. You know what I'm saying? You, if, if you you could you could cry and and say everything that you want to say and lament about Trey, but I'm gonna tell you something. If it's somebody that has actually stepped up and is stomping in their big dog boots, that's Deron Bland. Deron Bland is stomping in his big dog boots. I mean, you know, he is he is uh you know got a new crisp pair of Air Force Ones on and out there acting a purely donkey. And that's the thing that you want to see. So, like I said, I think the offense has uh, found their identity. And I think the defense has found their identity. Now, we can all sit up in here and say, oh, well, you know, uh, the Cowboys going to get beat. And, and look, if they lost this game, it wouldn't be the end of the world. I mean, it'd be 5-3. You know, it wouldn't be the end of the world. We we got another game. And we have to see them at home. We're going to Philly. Um and like I said, when I said when I was talking about Deron Bland, this is number six cornerback ranked right now in PFF. You know what I'm saying? He he's number six um, at 81.3%, and and he's behind some people. Uh, you know, Jalen Johnson specifically. And why why I'm here? Let me just pause. I, I have to say this, Tom Tom, and when he gets back, he'll tell you about this. Tom Tom had to talk me off a ledge. You know. I, I really was hurt. My feelings were hurt. And I was disappointed behind the Jones family and how they were running the organization. Because I felt like, you know, they were really more concerned about being a viable entity as far as business is concerned and not a winning franchise. You know? And, and when you start thinking about that, you start thinking about having teams like, you know, the 49ers and you know, the, the Eagles with Howie and, and you know, um, you know, teams that'll just go out here and just, you know, rip, ain't, ain't, ain't afraid to let it rip. And, you know, when you look at what the 40, the moves the 49ers have made, you're saying, man, you know, we can't make those moves. But, you know, as I was talking to Tom Tom, he really let me see some things. Number one, he let me see that, you know what I mean? Um, draft picks are important. You know, uh, that's that's one thing. Two, um, sign it, re-sign, being able to re-sign someone that you you picked up with a second round draft pick is important as well, you know. Um, and I, I was really upset. I was I wasn't upset about uh, Henry. I wasn't. I mean, all them rumors, you know, Devontae Adams. I wasn't upset about that. I wanted Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson is the number three ranked cornerback right now. Number three ranked cornerback from PFF at an eighty four. And you know, it, it, we have we have Gilly uh and we have Bland, and it would have been dope to have Jalen Johnson on the same team. We could have moved, we could have moved uh Bland in, inside and play zone and um you know then put the six four guy over there on the outside playing that that uh uh corner, that outside corner, right? So I mean I was I was just really uh, bummed out, bummed out. And like I said. Tom Tom really put things in perspective and, and taught me to calm on that. And, and I no longer, you know, um, want to drive down 35 and just point in Jerry's face and then turn around and get back in my car. You know, that would have been kind of strange if I just rolled up on Jerry and been pointing like, you know why. You know what I'm saying? And then just got back in my car. I, I think, you know, <laughs> they probably would have stopped me around the corner after I, I left, you know, because that looks, looks kind of crazy. Um, but you know, like I said, the, the, 
when it comes down to it, offensive identities, they're finding themselves. Defensive identity, they're finding themselves. And believe it or not, you guys out there in Cowboy land, Cowboy fans, believe it or not, I don't know if you guys know that. We haven't allowed a 100-yard pass receiver at all. And we played. You can say, well, we ain't played really great receivers. And that's a lot. Because Nasia, or I think that's how you say his name, uh, at the Rams is the leading receiver in the league. You know what I'm saying? Uh, You know, I mean, when it comes down to wide receivers, that's the leading receiver in the league. And he had 70, I think it was like less than 70 yards against him. But he's killing. Well, he's behind Tyreek and, and, and A.J. Brown, of course. But, I mean, he's up there. You know, uh, he's like number nine or something like that. Um, and I think uh, Nakua, that's the thing. Puka, Puka Nakua. And, you know, he, he, he's one of the, the bright stars in the league. And we held him under 70 yards, right? And then we hold Cooper, we held Cooper Cup under 70 yards. You know, we 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 held uh, you know, my guy from the Jets, Gary Wilson, who's Austin resident, you know what I'm saying? My young dog, we held him uh, under hundred yards. I mean, we have we have done a great job on wide receivers defensively, man. So don't look now. We played a really, really, really good defensive style this year. And I think we're just I think we're really starting to get better again. Another thing. Uh, you're starting to see the back end tighten up a little bit, and we have we have some additions that we have brought on the team. Um, Rasan Evans, he's there, linebacker. Um, you know, and guess what? We're going to end up getting a Wolf Hunter back too. So, you know, the defense is only going to get better, right? So it's not one of those things where we're peaking. We're actually starting to figure out who we were. It's like. I remember watching Superman, the first Superman, Man of Steel, uh, where we had, you know, the current Superman in there and, and he was finding out his powers and he was just kind of learning to use them. It was clumsy at first, you know, but then when he started to get them down, he was really just, you know, impenetrable. He was becoming the Man of Steel. And I think that's what you're starting to see out of this defense. You're starting to see this defense get itself together and put put things in perspective and say, hey, this is who we are. We're monsters. And we're going to get to them. And you, you might say out there, well, well, why didn't we bring another defensive lineman in? Do you understand how many people we have on the defensive line? It, I mean, it, it really is like crazy. You know what I'm saying? You have Micah. Uh, you, have, uh, 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 you have Tank. Um, you have Osa. You have, uh, you know, Sam Williams. You have Dorrance Armstrong. You have, I mean, I mean, I'm leaving people out, bro. Like, I mean, we got so many people on that defensive line, and it's like we don't need anybody there. You know, we got Jonathan Hankins. Uh, we got Mavi Smith. You know, we, we got so many people, so many bodies uh, on our uh, on our roster that we don't need anybody there. So when you think about it, we only needed a, a linebacker. I think we we needed a linebacker in free agency, and we we needed a uh, a cornerback. But I mean, if you dance with the girl that you brought to the prom, you pretty much got everybody that you need. I mean, real talk. You you, you got could you could you get some more help? No. And the the second piece is, is uh, on offensive line play. Tyron Smith is not going to play this game. I mean, Tyron Smith is in trouble. We could have used another offensive lineman. We could have got that. 
But, you know, to me, I, I, like I said, when we talk about the free agency, and I had to put a pin in what we were talking about and jump on the free agency sometime because, you know, that's the thing that everybody, that's the bell that everybody's ringing right now. That's the bell that everybody's ringing. Like, why didn't we do anything? Why didn't we make any moves in free agency? What do you think about that? Man? Wait, wait, wait. You're, you're talking about the trade deadline, right? Not Yeah, yeah trade trade deadline. Yeah. Like, why didn't, why didn't we make any trades? Yeah. Yeah, well, first off, sorry. I just have the biggest piece of crap, like, computer that I bought, like, just a few months ago. And it is just, I'm, it's it's just awful. I just hate it so much. I'm so angry. I want to do an, I want to do an hour-long podcast where I just talk bad about this, this laptop. <laughs> maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that sometime. Um, anyway, I just had to vent there for a second. Um, so, to me, so we didn't, we didn't have our fourth and fifth round pick, right? Like we don't we don't have a fourth and fifth rounder in twenty twenty four, right? Not at all. And if you're talking about, you know, trading a first rounder, second rounder, third rounder, you gotta be you gotta be getting back a dog. Like if you're if you're giving up a first, a second, or third round pick, right? And like one of the reasons that 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 you one of the reasons that you're able to go and get such a good such a good player for like a third round pick say is because you know like take the take Jalen Jalen Johnson Jalen Johnson that's Jalen Johnson. Johnson so so like let's say you go and get him right let's say you go and get Jalen Johnson well like you're gonna have to immediately turn around and sign him so it's like they Chicago they wanted a second rounder right or like two thirds or I don't know something like that like it was it was it was pricey and so like you give up you give him a second rounder and he plays for you know, for you for like what a half a season, maybe a season and a half, and then he yeah. walks. You're not paying Jalen Johnson and letting Osa walk, right? Like that's not. We're we're keep we're gonna keep our guys. I mean, I guess you 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 know you trade you like let's say you do make that trade, like you give him a second rounder, you bring him in, and he's an All Pro. Well, then yeah, then that's a different conversation. And we win the Super Bowl. Say say we win the Super Bowl with him. Yeah, then we win Super Bowl. Um, but you just can't, and especially with like second, especially with um with cornerbacks. It's just risky, man, because some of those guys, like, I think that it's not as risky as it was 10, 15 years ago, because I think that the, the you know, um, pass defenses are way more similar team to team than they were 10, 15 years ago. Everybody's not running the same stuff, but everyone's kind of running from the same playbook like if that makes sense like makes sense, um yeah. they're 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 just mixing it up differently maybe this team you know runs a little more you know cover two than you know than this other team um so but anyway i still think it's risky like going specifically going to get a cornerback and so it's like do you want to risk you know giving up a second rounder for some guy you don't even really know like what's he gonna what's he gonna do with the star on his helmet like you don't you don't know, and you know he, you know he's wanting a contract. Like he's asking out of Chicago, he's not happy there. Like, is that is that going to be a good addition? You know, to the to the locker room. Like, you don't know that either. It's just like it's, it's a second round pick. Like that's a that's a high price to pay. And like, I get that we wanted to see him improve the team. You know, like we feel like, hey, we're really close. If we're not right there, like maybe we're a player or two away. Like maybe just some depth. You know, here or there. And you want to see him like you want to see him do something, but I just I can't really. I could, if we had the fourth or fifth round pick, then I would be saying you got to do something with you got to do something with your fourth rounder, with your fifth rounder. Or if you're complaining right now that they didn't, 
you know, go and get what was the Ezra Cleveland? I think that was the yeah tackle guard combo from Minnesota. Yeah. And I think I think Jacksonville gave a gave a six rounder for him. Yeah. And and who knows, maybe we were in on him and maybe maybe Minnesota just coveted the Jaguars. I mean coveted. I guess no one really covets a six round pick, but maybe they maybe that was a little more enticing of a pick. Maybe they're anticipating, you know, <laughs> Jacksonville's their six rounder being a little better than ours. So my precious. Yeah, no, yeah, my I precious six rounder. They wouldn't hold it. But you know, I, I mean, like I said, when you look at it. The only place that I felt like we could have improved, offensive line, cornerback. And and if we look at it, you know, off, Tyron is questionable for the game on Sunday, right? Yeah. So that means Chuma's out, Tyron's out. Who plays left tackle? Awesome. Or I don't think I don't think that they're gonna like let's say that Tyron had just not, you know, and he had retired in the offseason or whatever, or they cut him, then I wouldn't be surprised if they had said Tyler Smith is our – he's our left tackle. But that's not what happened, right? And so I think that they've pretty much demonstrated that so long as Tyron is just kind of week to week, well, we're not going to be we're, – we're not going to be moving. They're, they have either decided Tyler Smith is the left guard no matter what, or they've decided so lo- we're not going to bounce him around. Like – we're not going to move him out to left tackle until Tyron is gone. We're not going to ask him to play left tackle one week and left guard the next week. Right. Um, so for that reason, I don't think that they're going to move Tyler Smith out to left tackle. I don't, I haven't heard even any suggestion that they would do that. Um, I think that, you know, the Cowboys have tried really hard. It seems like to make sure Tyron is healthy for these big games. I think that's probably the only reason, you know, they've even kept him around despite, you know, the injury concerns is that, if he comes in with a hangnail that they're going to tell him, you know, just sit out, right? Just make sure you're ready for Don't San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you're ready for Philly. Make sure you're ready for the playoffs because he, I mean, he, he is, he is still a difference maker. When he plays, he is still one of the best left tackles in the league. We talked about that this off season and he has proven us right. Like he's a top five, top 10, like left tackle without question when he is healthy. Um, I need that time. But but so if he doesn't play and it's Tyler Smith, you know, he doesn't get, get moved out. Like it's awesome Richards, which I mean, I think he got like 10 snaps against the Rams. Yeah. Something like that. And he didn't look too bad to me. Um, I mean, Idoga's not good out there. Well, Doka's No, I know. I'm just saying that like Idoga, even when he's healthy. So like let's say I guess I'm just trying to establish that I don't think awesome Richards at left tackle was really much more of a concern than Nadoga already was. So, like, when when Tyron's hurt, like, left tackle's, like, pretty questionable. Although, I don't think Nadoga has been as bad as people have been saying that he's been, but he hasn't been good out there. Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't been. And Terrence, Terrence Steele hasn't been good either, man. Like, what he is has, up? He hasn't. But, I mean, I think I think he's getting better week week by week. He looks better. He, he looks better week by week. That first, that first series against the Rams was bad. It was bad. Bad, bad. It was bad, bad. Was he got bad. beat two. He got beat bad like two or three times on that first series. And Adogo yeah. was getting beat, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, like what are we doing? But then they're not they gonna be able to do anything. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, they settled in. They did. I mean, they looked really good to me. Pretty much the rest of the game. Yeah. Um. It's just you can't you can't have you can't tank a series. You know, you can't have somebody at left tackle that you're like. Oh, he's really good, except for one or two series a game where he, you know, he's going to give up two sacks. Other than that, he's really good. Like, no, yeah. you can't, no. 
You can't be a civ like that. You can't do that. Can't um, do that. So get, getting back to um, what what I what I'm seeing offensively. How you feeling, man? Like uh, you 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 heard what I said. You know, as far as um, us offensively finding a rhythm. Do you feel that same way? Do you are you feeling like we're starting to catch ourselves and find our feet? Yeah, I mean, having a bias towards, you know, what I saw, like most the most recent, you know, things that we've seen with the Cowboys offense, it seems like they made a decision this past Sunday to let Dak cook. I don't know if I've ever seen them. Like just before we before we started this podcast, I went back and was watching the game for like the third time, and I, I got I was able to you know get the first half in, and I don't they might have run the ball on first down like once or twice, um until they until they built up a you know three plus touchdown lead. It was like twenty six to three, and they'd only run the ball. It felt like once or twice on fir- first downs. This is like they're just like. And, and and they weren't, you know, a little pass to Tony Pollard in the flat, you know, or a little, you know, short, you know, a little short slant or things like that. Like they're they're he's throwing the ball 10 to 15 yards down the field on yeah. first down. Yeah. And I mean, I've been pleading for this for so long because this is what Dak is such a scapegoat across the league, national media, you know, fans. And, like, they've been doing the exact same thing to him his entire career, which is like, hey, you know, we're going to win like the – we're going to win like, you know, like the 90s Cowboys won, you know, like the early to mid Cowboys won. Like, we won three Super Bowls, you know, you know, running it down people's throats, you know, and then letting Aikman, you know, bail us out, you know, when we got when we got to third down or whatever. And, like, that's the way – that's the way we want to win. It's like we haven't won in 30 years. So, like, beggars can't be choosers at this point. Like, it's a new league. Like, stop running the ball on first and 10 every time. Stop running the ball on second and long every time. And then saying, hey, Dak, it's third and six, you know, third and seven, will you bail us out? Because if you look, if you look at his his EPA, his EPA per drop back, so, like, just this is how we're evaluating quarterbacks now, like at least, you know, the, the, the analytics nerds. If uh-huh. you look at his EPA per drop back and if you look at his completion percentage over expectation, so this is like they're measuring, you know, how far downfield is it? How much separation does the receiver have? Like, and for that given, you know, pass play, what would we expect a quarterback? What would we expect his completion percentage to be? Mm-hmm. And what is his actual completion percentage? And Dak is on third down, his EPA per drop back plus his his completion percentage over expectation is the best in the league. Like he's the best. This year he is the best quarterback on third down. And so it's like, just give that guy the keys to the whole offense. Like, stop, stop saying, "Hey, you, we we know that you're unbelievable on third down, but we don't trust you on first and second. That doesn't make any sense. Throw the ball. If we can't, we have shown that we can't. We, we're not going to run the ball down anybody's throat like this year. Like that's just not going to happen. So we're not going to be setting up the pass with the run. So let's let's set up the run with the pass. Like you have the quarterback that you can trust, like do it. You got the weapons, you got the quarterback, you got, hopefully you have the scheme, like just let Dak cook. What we saw on Sunday, I want to see that again um, this Sunday. I want to see, and I want to see it the next week and the next week, like go back to that. Yeah. I love it, man. I mean, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, I'm listening to you. 
I'm listening to you cook. I'm like, yeah, man, talk that talk. Talk that talk, baby. And, <laughs> and you got to think about it. Uh, last year, you're talking about a man that threw 15 interceptions. And I think, you know, those 15 interceptions were due because he tried to be Superman on third down. He tried to be Superman on downs that, that meant something. And he was trying to force things to happen. And they weren't happening. But... I mean, honestly, man, I see this offense really coming, and they, they don't have the bamboo legs no more, man. They're not, they're not shaking like booty meat. They're, they're actually standing on two, you know what I'm saying? And I think it's the same thing with the defense. The defense, you know, uh, when Trey went down, it, it, they felt a certain way, and, and and I could see that happening with them. How do you feel about the defense right now? Well, hold on. Can, can, can I come back to the offense real quick? I have just like another, yeah, one other thing I want to say about it. So I feel good about it. And so it's like, really, there's two reasons why I feel good about it. And one is like what I saw on Sunday and it wasn't an accident. Like you don't accidentally go from running the ball more than most teams on first and 10 to, you know, passing the ball more than almost anybody on first and second down. Like, because that's what they, like they, that didn't accidentally happen. No. Right. Like that was, you know, they made an intentional effort to do that. Right. And so I feel I feel good about the, the the shift in mindset that I feel like we've seen in the last two weeks and in, in in particular on Sunday. I feel good about that. I feel good about the production. I feel good about the results, right? And then I also feel good because I feel like we really haven't unlocked the secondary receiver options at this point. I mean, CD is cooking. CD is cooking. I was looking at it earlier. His... Dak is completing like 82% of his passes or like some somewhere between 80 and 85% of, of, of his uh, CD targets, which is insane. That's your number one guy. They know that they know that you're going to try. They know, they know that that's the guy that you're going to try and feed all game. And Dak's completing like 82% of his passes to him. Jake Ferguson, he's completing like 75% of his passes to Jake Ferguson. So this is working, right? But after those two guys, I mean, it seems like maybe we're starting to figure out, you know, ways to get Brandon Cooks involved, but they've got to – that's something that they – that's a problem they really have to solve. You know, after CD, it's basically – you got a couple of guys in Michael Gallup and Brandon Cooks that are, like, on, you know, on track to have about 500 yards receiving. And, like, we need we need to have another guy that's, like, you know, on a 1,000-yard pace. Um, yeah. So – I feel good about what the offense is doing right now, but I but there are some things that there's there are some problems that they need to fix, which kind of is a good thing because in that you know, I, I feel good about the fact that we haven't plateaued. Know, we have yeah we haven't plateaued exactly like there are there are some I feel like easy, you know there are some boxes that are un, still unchecked you know that I think would be pretty easy to check. Um, you know one yeah, thing so, I didn't mention right. Tony Pollard is on pace to have his best year ever. And, it, and we, we're, we, yes, we're talking about, we're talking about, oh man, the running, the running game don't look that good. But if you average, if you take Tony Pollard and where he is right now, and you average it out to the end, of, he's on pace to have the most rushing yards he's ever had. Yeah, but so here's the thing, though, it's his uh, yards per carry is going to be is on pace to be the worst of his career. The worst of his career, but most yards. Yeah, but I'm more I'm more worried about how successful that. And I don't, I'm not putting it on Tony's 
you know, shoulders. I think that the, uh, I think that we're not exactly sure what we're trying to do, like with the running game, because I don't, I think it's a scheme thing right now. I think that we have the personnel on the offensive line. Um, you have to respect the pass when you play us. Um, we have the personnel on the offensive line. Uh, we um, we have the running back, um, and it's not working. Uh, you know, he's going to get more yards than he's ever gotten, but that's because he's going to get more carries than he's ever gotten, right? I mean, he's averaging under four yards a carry at this point, but I don't think that that's on Tony Pollard. I think that we'll turn it around. Under Yeah, I, and, but I was about to say, the reason why I brought that up is because we still haven't found out. I think you you hit the nail on the head. We're, we're past the run instead of run the pass, right? And and that's going to start opening up lanes for Tony Pollard late in the season like it's nobody's business because people are going to be like, we're going to try to take Dak away from you and let this running game beat us when they, we, we can't. <laughs> we absolutely can run a, run the ball down your throat if we if we decide to. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I totally agree. The, the, the more we – the more success we have throwing the ball, the more success we're going to have running the ball, right? Yeah. The the more dependent, and the, this is, it's 2023, right? Like we should be passing more, not because we don't have confidence in the running game, but because it's 2023 and we know you get more yards when you throw the ball, right? Like Dak's going to, you know, have more yards per attempt throwing the ball way more than we're going to have, you know, running the ball. Um, but they've got to figure some things out schematically because I don't think, I have not heard anyone point to, you know, oh, it's Tony or, oh, it's Zach or, oh, it's, you know, Tyler Smith. And it's like, we got all the pieces. So, like, why, you know, and we have we have, we have a good passing game. So, like, why isn't this why isn't this working? And so, the, to me, the only thing left is just the scheme. Um, and I don't I don't I, I'm, I'm not there yet in terms of my, you know, scouting and film breakdown abilities to be able to tell you about you know, why, what they're doing, like, isn't what they should be doing and what, you know, what else that they should be doing. Um, but yeah, they get, they got to, they got to figure something out with the run game, but yeah, throwing the ball more will help. I think so. I think, but like I said, I think you hit the, hit the nail on the head, but defensively, yeah. do you believe that we found our start? Do you believe that we have started to, to kind of, okay, train here, but Deron got this, let's do this. And and Dono, do you feel like Dono has gotten back? So, do my overall, do you feel like our defense is starting to find comfortability in who they are and finding an identity? I do, but I would much rather you have asked me that question next week <laughs> after after we play Philly, because if it, when we play Philly on Sunday, if they run, you know, for two two fifty. Then we're right. We're gonna feel like we're right back to square one, right? Like we're gonna be saying, "Who, who is this defense?" You know, I, I, I don't, I don't feel that way. I, I don't well, feel that way at all. Well, okay, reason I'll say, say this. Reason why I say I don't feel that way. Number one, I just have over, overwhelming confidence that this is going to be a, a, a 40 to 40, 38 to twenty four type game. Dallas comes out victorious, but even if it was different, right? Even if it was flipped. And Philadelphia came out, and they did us uh, a, a little bit better. They didn't do us as bad as the 49ers did, but they beat us, right? I still would feel like that this defense, when it matters most, is going to come up victorious. 
I just, I, I feel it in my bones. I just feel like, you know, when they find something they can tweak, they tweak it and it becomes really tight. So hopefully I'm, my first guess is right. And my first feeling is right. But I don't, I don't think I, in my head, I don't have that type of feeling at all. I, I feel like, you know, if they, even if they did get busy and run, run against us, they're still going to be deficient in the passing. We're taking one thing away from them. We're going to take one thing away from them. That just is what it is. We, we're going to strip one thing. You're going to have to fight us with one hand. Uh, and even the 49ers fought us with one hand. We just made so many different <laughs> bad bad decisions on offense. The defense stayed out there so long, it was just it was hard, right? Yeah. But they one, still fought us with one hand. One thing I haven't heard – a lot of people talk about since the 49er game um, is that the pass rush was was not good in that game. And that was the most surprising thing to me. And I feel like that the defense is pretty – I don't think that they're pass rush dependent, you know, any more than anybody else is. I mean – to, to be a truly great defense, like you got to have a really good pass rush in the in this league. Like you just you have to. You can't you can't be an elite defense unless you unless you have an elite pass rush. Um, but it wasn't good against San Francisco. San Francisco's got a good offensive line, and it was not good against San Francisco. And so, I think that the secondary is in a much better place than they were against San Francisco. I don't think that we really knew who we were. At that point. And that's not to say, I mean, Bland had a great game against San Francisco. He had a great game. Dono didn't. Um, do what? Dono didn't. Dono didn't. Um, and I and I do think I know that was kind of Hooker. like part of part of your question earlier. Like, I think that those guys are coming on. What's that? Yeah. Hooker didn't either. Yeah, and I I think like I think we had some rusty play at the safety position, you know, first three, four, five games of the season. But I feel like some of that rust is starting to come off. I don't think that they're. I don't think those guys are playing at a high level right now. But I think that they're playing noticeably better in the last, you know, couple weeks than they were the first few games, um, which is good. And I, you know, and I expect, I expect that. You know, these guys are vets. You know, um, you know, and some of them, some of them were hurt. You know, coming into the season. You know, Donna. I know Donna was hurt. Um, you know, some of the guys you know, got paid in the off season. And I think sometimes it's, you know, maybe a little difficult to find that motivation, you know, where you did before. Um, but anyway, yeah, setting, setting safety play aside, I feel like that we've kind of have in the last couple of weeks started to kind of find our identity um, in terms of the pass defense, like aside from, you know, the pass rush, just, just what the, what, what's, what's happening in the secondary. Um, I think Marquise Bell has been a bit of a revelation at the linebacker spot. Um, you know, we talked about that coming into this season. We talked about that whenever they were making roster cuts going down to the 53 that, you know, that um, we thought that they were going to go light at linebacker because we, you know, we're expecting to see Marquis Bell, you know, play some linebacker this year. Now, with that having been said, I don't think either either you or I expected him to be doing what he's doing, like, no. at that spot. No. Right. I think I saw, you know, I think I saw, you know, at some point on Sunday, I don't know who it was. I don't remember what defense we were running, but, you know, somebody went motion out wide, you know, and, and he's, this is, this is a, this is a linebacker, right? 
and he's out there split out wide, you know, covering some wide receiver. And you're like, yeah, I mean, I feel pretty good about, you know, him in that spot. I mean, I would rather be Trey, you know, I'd rather be, you know, I'd rather us have a real corner out there, but, and this is a guy who's playing linebacker for us and he's playing it well. I think he's second on the second on the team in tackles. Yeah. Second on the team in tackles. Yeah. But I mean, you know, Forget that. He's one of the highest rated linebackers in the league right now. Yeah, he's playing great. He's, he's playing great. And like the Hank, Hank and Mozzie, Mozzie to oh, a lesser extent. Did I say that he's one of, I'm, I'm sorry, I apologize. He is yeah. the highest rated linebacker in the yeah, league BFF. right now at 90. BFF. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Or Bobby and, Wagner, who we were all going crazy about. We want yeah, Bobby yeah. Wagner. Guess who's above him? Marquise Bell. I feel like Hank is having a, a better a better season he's having a better year this year than he did last year i wasn't as high i thought th- you know i thought it, it was a good trade it was a good addition i do think that he helped us but i wasn't as high on his play last season i thought it was a little blown out of proportion um last season but i feel like he's playing really good um i don't think that we're elite up the middle but i think that they're doing a better job of keeping the linebackers clean than they did last year and so i think you can play you can play a marquee spell right um in that spot when you're keeping the linebackers clean and so we've got a i think that the pass rush has to be has to be better on sunday than it was against san francisco um and we've got to be we've got to be better you know we've definitely got to be better than we were against san francisco with stopping the outside run like i don't everyone talks about how you know we've been gashed a couple of times in the run you know this season but it's not not really a lot of that has come like has come up the middle like right like we're not really having the problems that we thought we were going to have you know stopping the run you know up the middle and keeping linebackers clean well they're trying to hit us on the outside it's happening on the outside right they're trying to do they're trying to hit us on the outside on on the corners uh and if they hit us on the corners that they're trying to bust a big run they're not trying to get us up the middle and i think big part also I think Osa's that guy. You know what I'm saying? Osa's yeah. him. Yeah. I don't think that we're going to have trouble scoring. I know we're kind of – well, I was about to say we're kind of bouncing around. I think I'm the one bouncing around here. But I don't – I'm not so much worried about us scoring points on them, but I do, I'm not really too sure what's going to happen. Like, I'm not really too sure what's going to happen when their offense is on the field and our defense is. Like, I'm, I'm not sure what that looks like. I can see – I can see us, you know – putting on a dominant performance and I could see him running the ball all over us. Like I'm just, I'm not still not quite sure who this defense is against a team like Philly or against San Francisco. And I need to, I need to see it. I need to see it. I can see it going either way. I'm, I'm, I'm like that. I I feel that. I feel that. But my, my heart of hearts, I I keep telling you, I I feel like it's, it's, we're going to take out the, the whooping stick. And, and like I said, that that got their baby picture. Got their baby picture. They look like beautiful babies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They look like beautiful babies. In yeah, he has, he has three children, and they all play in the NFC East. Yeah, yeah. I'm, it is what it is. He, he is, man. You know he, what owns the, he owns this division. <laughs> he paid child support for all of them. Little bad kids in Philly. <laughs> Kids over there in, in DC, we got you know we got them, and then of course you know we got the kids over there in in, in New York and Brooklyn. 
So what we got them, you know what I'm saying? So and I've heard I've been hearing on Twitter and on you know various you know uh, Philly content creators talking about how you know well well Dak's got to do it you know Dak so Dak has a good you know game against the Rams and it's like well he's got to do it against Philly it's like he does it against Philly every year what are you talking about you know and like well, well not recently goal. it's like he what do you mean like yeah, the last three times you know that they, they move the goalposts and and we're not being homers. You guys, listen. We're not. This, being is, this older. is just facts. This isn't subjective. He has. Yeah. He is always nails against Philly. Yeah. So it's like, you know, he's at home. It's like, you know, he, he take his he take his shoes off. You know, put his feet up. He's at home. He's on the couch. Like you know. he doesn't. And that could change. Like maybe he lays. I mean, I can't guarantee you what he's going to do on Sunday. I mean, it's. It, the NFL is crazy. The margins are super thin. But like, if we're just talking about what he has done. He looks very comfortable playing Philly, whether it's in Philadelphia or in Dallas. That has not been a matchup that he, um, you know, that he gets rattled in at all. So I don't, I, and he's, and he's playing right now. He's playing as well as I've seen him play. Yeah. I, I, I like it. I like it. And if, if we happen to go with our sim at, at uh tackle or our sim, I think we'll probably end up going with our sim at guard. I bet you money that they'll put a sim at guard and flip Tyler out to tackle. You think they move him out? Yeah, against the Eagles. If it was anybody else, I think they'd keep Tyler at guard. Yeah. But the Eagles, you know, uh put it put him there. Or we may keep him at guard because that's where Jalen Carter will be. You know what I'm saying? That's a and, good point. You know, it may keep right there. So I know last I heard he was having some back problems this week. Is that uh? Have we got any update on that? Nah, I I haven't. I don't. You don't something. sound like you're. You don't sound like you're buying it. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like Jalen end up playing. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it's the it's 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 the uh the Cowboys and and the Eagles. You know what I'm saying? Um, he was a full he was a full participant in practice. So in Jaylen the Walker, Carter was. Yeah. So okay, All right, he should well. play. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, well, he's dead. He'll definitely play that. Yeah, I'm sure he's gonna play, but but bring it. You know, Tyler. Tyler's not a wafer. You know what I'm saying? Tyler's not a pecan sandy. He's not one of them that's just been. Oh, Mr. Carter, you come on. No, no, he's he's gonna bust him up. You know what I'm saying? We're not scared of nobody like that, man. We're not scared. He's but, a, he's a mean dude. Yeah, man. Here's here's what I gotta say. Here's what I gotta say, and I need I need to ask this question, man, for real. Um. Coming out of this game, do you think this is the pace setter for either team? Whoever wins this game is the pace setter for the second half of their season. Do you think so? Or think yeah, I mean, who whoever whoever wins the game is going to be in first place in the NFC East, right? Yeah. So Eagles have one loss right now. We beat them. They'll have two. We'll have two. Wait, 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 wait. No, because they haven't had a bye week yet, have they? No. So I guess technically they would still be in first place. No, because we don't have the records. No, because they don't have a they don't have a bye week. So I think you know. So we're we're if we win the game, we'd be six and two, and they'd be seven and two, right? Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're yes, right. but I mean, but still, we'd be in the. I feel like that that puts us in the driver's seat. Um, you whoever whoever wins this game. Regardless of whether or not you know the Eagles have had 
a bye week or not, and they haven't. But whoever wins this game, that's they're 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 jumping out. They're, they're kind of taking the, in my eyes. They're taking the lead in the division. Yeah, because we beat six to two, they beat seven to two. And I mean, the game is in Philly, yeah. right? I mean, if they beat us, then they're eight and one, and we're five and three, right? Like that's that they're in control of the division, right? If yeah. we win the game, if we win the game, we're tied with them in the loss column, and we have just gone into Philly and beat them. So I don't hey, think we, whoever whoever wins this game, I don't really think there's going to be any debate about who is currently in the driver's seat in the NFC East. It's whoever wins this game. Think about this. Uh, after after this game, Philly's got the Chiefs on the twentieth, so they get a bye week. Then they get the Chiefs on the twentieth, the Bills on the twenty sixth, the Forty ers on December the third. <laughs> And then they got us again on uh, December the 10th. Then they got the Seahawks on December the 17th. This is a gauntlet. Gauntlet. For the Eagles that they're about to get. They're about to serve the gauntlet. And they could lose three of these games. I I bet I could see them winning every one. Like, I really could. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, that's just – that's a brutal stretch. You got to be Mahomes. But I mean, like, Philly is really good. Yeah, Philly has a really good team. You got to go beat Mahomes, boy, in in Kansas City, right? You yeah, gotta- I don't think – I don't think that – I don't think the Chiefs I, – I think I think Philadelphia is better than Kansas City right now. Okay. That's, what, that's my that's – And my then they have to go beat the Bills, and the Bills are fighting for their playoff lives. Uh, then they got to beat 40, the 49ers. Who are gonna have three weeks, four weeks actually, with their new with their new toys ready? How how have they lost three weeks in a row? Hence, no one has really explained that to me yet. How how did that happen? I'm I'm gonna tell you how they lost uh, three weeks in a row. Purdy, Fem, when when you start when you start doing this, Tom Tom, and you start hitting this clicker. And you start noticing people's tendencies, and this shows you that Debo means more to this team than anybody else. That's a fair point. Than C, than CMC, than anybody else. Debo Samuel means more to this team than anybody else because yeah. Debo's been gone, and then their offensive lineman has been gone, and so Brock Purdy is not Superman. You know what I'm saying? He's I still just Superman. don't know. But but they were just scheming guys wide open. Wide open, it was insane. But but football be footballing, football be footballing. You, I know, I I say it all the time, all the time. But it's three weeks in a row. I mean, they look like they look like they were going to win fifteen games. You know, yeah, they look they look like game breakers, and they they lose three in a row. Crazy. So get this, we got we got this game against the Eagles, and then we got the softest part of our schedule, right? You're about to. Then we got the Giants, we got the Panthers, we got the Commanders. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the, a Commanders. Well, hey, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, win-win. So, G- so Giants, that's a W. Carolina, that's a W. But I don't, ha- I never have any idea. I'm too yeah. old to tell you. I'm too old. I've seen too many Cowboys or Redskins games to sit here and tell you what's going to happen in that game. 
they're, they're the team that I expect to split with. We always split with one team in our division. <laughs> I, yes. It feels like I it's expect, always, the, always the commanders. I expect to split with the commanders. But I do. I, I said it early. I expect us to sweep the Eagles this year. I, I I said it early, and I'm sticking. I'm saying it with my chest, ten toes down. I expect us to sweep them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I ex- yeah. I think I'm fifty three point seven percent sure we're going to sweep them. Yeah, I, th- exactly. I think, that's exactly how I feel. That's your exact numbers. That's the exact number. <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that's a tabulation. That ain't just <laughs> yeah, that's a tabulation. <laughs> There's a calculator involved in this somewhere. There's a calculator involved. Oh, Somebody man. done pulled out a calculator on this one, man. I'm telling you. Uh, 53.7%? I mean, I don't even know. Well, no, you know, actually, actually, it's probably closer to this. I'm 33% sure we're going to sweep them. I'm 33% sure we're going to split with them. And I'm 33% sure they're going to sweep us. I, oh. I, don't, I, I just do not know. I do not know what's going to happen on Sunday. I, I am – very confident that Dak is going to play very well. I'm very confident about that. I know that this is a team that's going to show up. Is it the team that's going to show up? And and I mean, we play our best football when we're at home. But I think I'm just going to tell you, we travel well too, man. We travel well too. So bring it on, bring it on, uh, bring it on. And I mean, when we go to the East Coast, you know, the the the, uh, the Jets will tell you, you know what I'm saying. The Giants will tell you, we we coming, we coming, we coming with that hammer. You know what I'm saying? What will San Francisco tell you? Get him, hammer! Woo! Can you get it? You know what I'm saying? We coming with that hammer, man. That MC hammer is coming. <laughs> oh my god! But listen, man. Uh, before we get ready to get out of here, man, I just want to talk to you. I want to ask you about this, and and this is serious questions, man. Um. We get LV back in a couple weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, let's say so. He was so he missed Chargers by week, or so he missed by week, and then Chargers, and then Rams, and then he'll miss. So I think he's only got to be out four weeks, right? Right. So I think he come back next next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next weekend. Well, probably keep him out two more games. Um, that's that's probably what they'll do. I don't think, yeah, I don't think he's going to be ready. Yeah, I think Rasan, with the addition of Rasan out of Evans, they're going to allow us to, you know, kind of give him some more time to rest. Um, so with us getting healthy, and it's all, so say, let, let me put it this way. So say we win these next four games, right? We're nine and two. Yeah, so it's Giants, Carolina. Uh, okay, yeah. So Philly, Giants, Commanders, Carolina. Not in that order, but yeah, those are the four teams. All right, all right. But we're nine and two. Um, going into the Seahawks game, um, we say we win that. One. We're ten and two. If even if we drop the game against the Eagles, we're uh, eleven. And no, we're ten. We're 11, uh, ten and three. Then we got the Bills. Say we drop that game. That's ten and four. Uh. Say we drop the game against the Giants. I mean, the, the Dolphins. That's 10 and, and 5. We got the Lions and the Commanders. I feel real good about us winning those last two games. I don't see how – I don't see in any world where we go under 12, uh, 12 wins for this season. What about you? 
I'm gonna say I, I I've I've been sticking pretty I've been sticking pretty hard on eleven or twelve, um, you know since probably since the since the Cardinals loss, um, and I think I think that's where we'll be. I get I could I I could see us not getting to twelve. Um, I ex- my best guess is twelve, but uh, I don't I don't th- I, I I really don't see us getting to thirteen wins with. With the schedule, you know, I know we've got a couple of soft, soft games coming up, but most of the schedule's tough. Like, I don't think we lose to Seattle. I'm, I'm really confident. I'm, I'm, I'm at this point. I'm feeling really confident about the Seattle game. I'm feeling really confident about the Lions game. Um, but Philly twice. Uh, you know, the, the Dolphins, Buffalo. Um, you know, having to play the Commanders twice, and you just don't ever know what's going to happen there. You know, I could, I could easily see us, you know, losing, you know, four, four, maybe even five more games. Like it's, it's not, it's not outside of the realm of possibility in my mind. Yeah, to me, so, to me, I don't see it. I don't see it. I, I don't see it. And and my floor is twelve wins, right? Yeah. And, and it may mess around and be fourteen. You know what I'm saying it may mess it if if we sweep the Eagles like I say we are. Say I'm just for, I'm for going to put out here. So we beat the Eagles, we beat the the the, uh, the Giants and the Panthers and the Commanders. So that's four games. That's nine. Beat the 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 Seahawks. That's ten. Beat the Eagles again. That's eleven. I don't see us losing the Buffalo. I don't care if we got to go play Buffalo in in Buffalo on the seventeenth. We gonna Buffalo them dudes. Okay, I'm, I'm just not quite ready. Like I'm gonna. This by next week, I'm gonna. However, it is I feel, I'm gonna feel a lot more confident than I do right now about who this team is. I feel like for sure this is a really good team, but I don't know how good they are. I don't know if this is just a, you know, an eleven and sixteen that you know could could fight to get to the you know has an outside chance of getting to the conference championship, but no real, no really realistic chance of winning a Super Bowl. Or if this is like, hey, it's us, Philly. San Francisco, you know, Kansas City, like it's us. Like there's four or five teams that, that can really win it, and we're one of them. It is somewhere between those two things. I know that we're at least really good, and we might be like a, a for real, for real contender, but I'm not sure. And so I just need to see what happens on Sunday because if somebody says, hey, like what happened in San Francisco, Do you is that still who this team is, or has this team become something different? in the intervening, you know, weeks. I don't know the answer to that question right now. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I I was so confident going into that San Francisco game. Like, I didn't think we were going to run all over them, but I just, like, I thought we were going to, I thought we were going to win a close game. Um, and I was not expecting 42 to 10. And so I don't think we've really been tested since then, but we're going to be tested on Sunday. And so that's when, for me, we're, I, I feel like I'm really going to find out. Have we moved? Have we moved on? Have we improved? Have we have we gotten better? Because that's not an identical team to San Francisco, but there are a lot of similarities. A lot of similarities. I mean, you know, we 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 went on losing streaks before, man, and, and came back and just annihilated con, uh, competition. So I just don't feel like, like I said, I I'm more confident. In the 14 wins than I am the 12. You know what I'm saying? 
I, wait, I wait, like, wait. What, what, are you, what are you saying? I'm finna show you what I mean. Right. I feel like we can win 14 versus I, I, I don't believe that we'll we'll lose to that many to where we're 12 wins. Yeah, so you have to go 9-1 the rest of the way against 14, right? Yeah. I'm more confident in that. I really am. I mean, I, I just feel like so maybe it's fool's goal what I'm seeing, Tom. I just don't see the Bambi legs no more. I don't see the Bam. I don't see the Bambi legs on offense. I don't see the Bambi legs on defense. Well, so it's like one one time this year we played somebody that's got a good quarterback, an elite offensive line, an elite running game, really good passing game, really good defense. Right. One time that's one that's happened one time, and we we got got beat forty. We got we got dog walked. Right. And so I can look at what's happened in the week since then. And I say, when I look at what's happened, I say, we, this team is not the exact same team that it was when we played San Francisco. Absolutely. But I don't like, but have, has that gap closed enough? Like, I don't, I don't know, you know? And I mean, I said, when, when we lost the San Francisco game, I, you know, I said, I'm glad that this happened. Was that week five? I think it was week five. I'm glad that this happened week five. I'm glad that we I'm glad that we're playing them this year. And I'm glad it's week five. Because otherwise, you know it goes through them or it goes through Philly or some other team that's like that, right? And so you want that test early. It's like if this is gonna happen, it's really good that it happened right when it did. Right? It's not game one. You can't say, oh, we just came out rusty, you know, and unmotivated or whatever. Like it's it's week five. It's deep enough into the season that you should be firing, right? Um, But it's not so late that you can't do something about it if you get exposed. And we got exposed. And so this is really the first real te- – like, I just – I know I know, team, I know people got really down on them after the San Francisco game. And I said, you know, hey, I expected – I did not expect that to happen. But even though it's happened, I still think this is a re- – I think this is a really good team that went in and got run off the field by – a, a really freaking good team. Like, and that's just what happened. And that doesn't mean that we're not a really good team anymore. And I, I said that we were going to beat the Chargers. I said that we were going to beat the Rams. And I did not let that loss to San Francisco, you know, I didn't waver like on those predictions. Like, it's like, I, I completely expected us to do what we did against those two teams. But that's because I know we're better than them, but I don't know if, I don't know if we're as good as San Francisco or Philly. Like, I don't know. And so I need to see it. I need to see it on Sunday. I'm not going to say, hey, but look how good we did against the Rams and, you know, and the Chargers. That's not San Francisco and that's not Philly. It's not. Well, I think the main the main reason why you're saying what you're saying is because teams get up to play us and they play their best ball against us, right? They, they get up, teams get up to play us and they play their best ball against us. Is that, is that a true statement? That's... I don't think that that summarizes the point that I'm making, but I definitely agree with it. And that's okay. a big part of, that's a big part of it. You have to take that into account when you're evaluating the Cowboys. And I know that half of this country hates the Cowboys and they don't want to hear us say things like that. Cause it sounds like excuse making, but I'm not making excuses. It's just a fact. Right. It's a fact. I mean, the Arizona coach got a Gatorade bath for beating us right. in a regular, that, that's, was that a week three game? Of the regular season game, <laughs> yes. And their coach got a Gatorade bath 
for beating the Cowboys. I mean, what else? What else do you? I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm not making excuses. I'm not. I know this is your point, and I'm going off on a rant about it. It's just like when people. No, I I, I want to hear it. It's just like people act like we're that we're making excuses when we say it. it's like no, it's just a fact. It's just an observation about what this team is up against every single every single week. And, and, I and I'm, it's a- not it's it's not. I'm not saying it's unfair, or. You know, any of those things. It'll just make it that much sweeter when we finally do get one, whenever that happens. Right. It'll just make it that much sweeter. And I'm, I'm glad just, about it. My, my point is, is we played a common common opponents. And those common opponents that we played, we we've we've actually did better against them. Like the, the Chargers, you know, they played the 49ers tough. Really tough. The Giants played the 49ers tough. I almost beat them. Right. We blew them out. The Jets beat the 49ers. We blew them out. You know what I'm saying? The the Patriots played the the, the Eagles tough. We blew them out. You know, the Rams played the Eagles and the 49ers tough. We blew them out. It was 33 to 3 at one point. You know what I'm saying? And my point was by bringing all of that up was yeah, we, we beat our common opponents by more than they did, right? But everybody brings their A game to us. Everybody. And 49ers and and Philadelphia are no different. They're going to bring their A game to us. I mean, listen, Nick Sirianni had a, a shirt talking about beat Dallas on. I you know, I, I mean, we're everybody's everybody's uh uh we want to beat y'all. We want to beat y'all more than we want to beat anybody else. You know what I mean? I do know exactly what you mean. So, <laughs> I know. So I know. When it, when it comes you down, do, you, you do your, you do your know-it-all show with G and Tate, and every year for the last three years, before the season starts, you you everybody's giving their predictions, you know, on win-loss records for this team and that, and you're like, you know, I think we'll win 12 games, and then they just yell at you, and they just and it's it's just oh, there's just a, the, the teeth are gnashing, you know, they just. They just want to reach out and just strangle you. I can tell, like, just because you're a Cowboys fan who thinks that the Cowboys are going to do well this year, and that just drives them just up a wall. And what they do? They won 12 games two years ago. They went 12 games last year, you know, and they're probably going to win somewhere around that this year. So who's biased, right? It's like we do have some biased Cowboy fans. Like that is a thing. We do, but they just they pick out one dummy and they're like, y'all are all this way, and it's not. That's just not how it is. And, and, and Sorry, you got me ranting again. No, you're good. Here's my part shot. Emmanuel Acho finally made a good take. He, no, had, he's, he finally had a good take. It's too late. It, it finally had a good take. He said, you know, um, ain't nobody did what Dak, Pros- Dak Prescott has done. Every quarterback that he came in the league with, you know, and none of them did what he's done and still continually – Doing. Yeah, one at one is one or two bowl, but they're not there no more. They're not starting for their, their their team anymore. Matter of fact, they're barely in the league. You know, and that time in and time out has, has put up numbers. You know what I'm saying? He's number nine ranked quarterback. So that means he's top 10 quarterback in the league right now. You know what I mean? So when it comes down to Dakota Prescott, Dakota Rain. He takes he takes a lot of shots. He takes a lot of hits. He even takes a lot of stuff from me, and I, I defend for sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I just 
I, I put it on for, you know. Yeah. But if it's one thing I can say about him, if he he he's gonna continue to keep showing up. He he, you know, he, whether he did horrible one week or uh, great one week, he's gonna continue to keep showing up. And this yeah. was Ford's best game. And I'm tell, I feel like Ford's just now starting to get into a, a groove. And you know, it reminds me a lot of, of of the groove that he was getting into when he hurt his ankle. And I I feel like you know he's supposed to get past. He's going to get back in that type of mode again. And he has those type of targets to where ooh ooh ooh, ooh we man. If this man comes out of this Philadelphia game with a three fifty four hundred yard game, the rest of the league will be put on notice. The Cowboys are for real. I think it's a great take. I think it's a great take. I mean, I'm the same way as you, man. I, 95 to 99% of the time, I'm, you know, ranting about how Dak's really good and he's criticized unfairly, you know. And then we lose a really big game and I get upset. You know, I'm emotional. I'm looking for a scapegoat, you know. We lose to San Francisco. He throws three picks, and it didn't even really make sense to criticize him for those three picks. They were losing twenty-eight to ten in like the third quarter before he even threw a pick. Like it's not, you know. At some point, you just got to start slinging it around, and you can't be you can't be selective. Like at that point, it's like you're losing. You got to take chances. Yeah. And he's you know he's kind of like Tony in that way. Yeah. Um. T- Tony did the same thing, and um. I, I mean, I want him to play like that. When you're down, you got to take chances and. But anyway, he's I think he's I think he's gonna go to work on Sunday. Big time. Yeah. Big time, big time. Um yeah, I guess uh if I gotta do a parting shot, I guess it's just gonna be uh 33 3324 Cowboys. That's what I'll say. 3324. I like it. Yeah, like somewhere it. in there. I'll 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 settle on that number. I can see it like, you know, 3027, 3324, somewhere around there. I like it, man. Hey, man, we'd like to thank you guys for being with us here at the Cowboys Global Cast on the FFSN Network. Man, we love giving you this. Make sure that you just drop us a rating anywhere you're listening to this podcast. Make sure you just give us some love, share some love with us, man. And um, definitely, we'll be here for the post-game show on Sunday. Uh, yeah, we're going to drop in and, and give our immediate raw responses. Um I'm I'm super excited about seeing what it is that, that uh, the Cowboys are going to do this week. And, uh, whew, hey, man, it's a big one. It's a big one. And like Tom Tom says, we're going to know who this team is coming out, out of this game on Sunday. So uh, for myself, for Tom Tom, we're going to holler at y'all. We'll see y'all boys later. Peace. <laughs>